and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. So this is episode 64. Now we'll start with our news segment. Maddie, what is our first story? Okay, so our first story this week is coming from Music Feeds, written by Jackson Langford, and it reads, Popular music podcast Song Exploder may remove episodes due to music licensing fees. Popular music podcast Song Exploder has shared some unfortunate news today with host revealing that episodes may have to be removed due to licensing feeds. In a series of now-deleted tweets, Hoe said it was getting too expensive to keep paying these fees. Quote, This is a bummer, and I'm starting to take episodes of Song Exploder down. I've always hoped they'd be available forever, but the reality of music licensing makes that impossible. As the podcast approaches 200 episodes, it's just too expensive to keep all of them afloat. Some labels and publishers have allowed me to feature songs on the show at no cost, which is awesome, and those episodes will be up forever, he continued. But with others, as licensing periods start to expire, some episodes are going to go away. Sorry for the very inside baseball industry update, but I wanted to let people know in case they notice in the future that their favourite episode is no longer in the feed. End quote. He also went on to say that he isn't trying to blame anyone for the fees. This is important. I'm not trying to blame anyone else or cast dispersions, he said. Making money in music is hard. This is just the way licensing works. The cost of maintaining renewals for old episodes on an ongoing basis, along with new episodes, is just more than I can manage. Recent episodes of the podcast include interviews with the 1975, 100 Gex, Mob Deep, Black Pumas, and more. So yeah, that is a real big shame because Song Exploder is obviously such a huge part of the music podcast Oh, for sure. And it's such a unique thing that I was saying to Maddie before, we, a lot of people don't get to see or hear that side of music, like not just like with how artists, you know, came with the lyrics, it's like also the production as well. And it's just really sad because that's such an important part, just like seeing like how the sausage is made, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. So it's, and like music licensing in general is a mess to even like try to understand and... yeah. It's horrible that, like, this is happening. Yeah. Which is exactly why we don't play the songs (laughs) that we talk about on our podcast. Yes. Because music licensing is such a huge, like, wormhole. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a lot to, obviously, and with such a successful podcast, struggling keeping up with all of the licensing fees, like, that is... That's just Obviously, it's just, yeah, it's just how it works, unfortunately. But, um, yeah... So that is our first news story for today. Um, Vivian, what is our next one? So our second story is all about the VMAs, which happened last week. So this is coming from Vulture, written by Justin Curdo, and it says, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, BTS lead 2020 VMAs with four awards each. A pandemic rages on, but that didn't stop MTV from putting on the 2020 Video Music Awards. It didn't stop MTV in the months ahead of the VMAs either, from scrapped plans to hold the awards at Brooklyn's Barclays Centre to the news that performers coming from hotspot states were exempt from New York's mandatory 14-day quarantine to those fireworks on the Hudson River. After all that, the awards finally happened, live virtually across New York City. Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande and BTS led the night, taking home four moon people each after Gaga and Grande each entered with nine nominations. Gaga also took home the first MTV Tricon Award, while The Weeknd won Video of the Year for Blinding Lights. MTV also gave out new Pandemic Era Awards for Best Music Video from Home, which went to Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, and Best Quarantine Performance to CNCO, along with a tribute to musical performances by medical workers. So I'll go through some of the main 
categories, but if you want to see the full list, it'll be in the article, which will be in the description. So yes, yeah, so Video of the Year, The Weeknd, Blinding Lights, Artist of the Year, Lady Gaga, Song of the Year, Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande, Rain On Me, uh, Best New Artist, Doja Cat, Best Pop, BTS On, Best R&B, again, The Weeknd with Blinding Lights, Best Hip Hop, Megan Thee Stallion with Savage, which I think is really cool. Um, best collaboration, again, Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande, Rain On Me. Best direction, Taylor Swift, The Man, which, again, that's such a cool video if you yeah. guys haven't seen it. It's really cool. But 100%. yeah, those are sort of the main ones. Um, yeah, like I said, if you want to go see the rest, just go to the article in the description. I reckon that's a pretty pretty good turnout, yes. I think, for what like the nominations were. I think it's probably one of the least controversial. Like, yes. <laughs> award ceremonies we've had so far and the fact that it, they managed to pull it together i think is a is an achievement in yeah, itself 100%. we were you know we've spoken about this like weeks ago like when they were yeah when we they said it was supposed to be in the barclays center we, yeah. we were like how's <laughs> that's not gonna happen like what you know what's yeah. the plan so the fact that they managed to do it virtually and i also think they would have saved quite a bit of money that way because yeah. obviously production and all that so yeah I think I'm really I'm really glad to see Doja Cat as the, yes. what was the best new artist or yes. something. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. And then Megan Thee Stallion, beautiful. Queen, amazing, Queen. savage, love it. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty like happy with these. You know, it's hard with award shows. They always have like it's always going to be. You know, people are going to have their opinions about everything. But like you said, I think this is pretty yeah. fair. So, that is our second news story. Now we'll head into our last news story. Maddie, over to you. Alrighty, so I've got another article here from Music Feeds written by Alex Gallagher, and it says, Big Sound is moving to a virtual festival format in 2020. So, Big Sound organisers have announced the Brisbane-based Music Industry Festival will move to a free virtual format for 2020 and ongoing COVID-19 restrictions and domestic border closures. Running online for the first time in its nearly two-decade history from the 21st to 22nd of October, Big Sound 2020 will feature live-streamed keynotes, conferences, workshops, panels, and networking opportunities. This year's event will focus around the themes of community, survival, and refuturing with a conference program built around the challenges and awakenings the Australian music industry has experienced in 2020. With live showcases unable to go ahead, festival co-programmers will instead select from a pool of artist applicants the Big Sound 50, the next crop of emerging Australian talent to be spotlighted. Those artists will release will receive one-on-ones with industry mentors and professionals and opportunities to connect with relevant delegates along with first priority application access for Big Sound 2021. Quote, Big Sound has always been about bringing our business and arts community together and while we were hopeful of being in our spiritual home in the Fortitude Valley Live Music Precinct, 2020 has made other arrangements, commented Q Music CEO Angela Summit. It has never been more important for the Australian industry to come together to focus on survival and refuturing with a program that offers a mainstream conference program, professional development and mental health activities as well as the introduction of the Big Sound 50. This year's event will once again virtually feature First Nations House, curated by First Nations programmer Alethea Beetson, highlighting Indigenous-led conversations and performance opportunities. So yeah, Big Sound is virtual this year, which yes. is exciting. It's obviously expected, given everything in yeah. the world. Um, it's cool, though, that they've decided to go ahead and find a way to make it happen, because Big Sound is such an important festival, um, well, music, I guess, festival for 
Brisbane. Yeah. And um, I've gone in the past and it's such a great festival because so many artists from around Australia come and perform and it's really a great way to find new emerging artists. So the fact that they've really honed in on that, I think is really cool. It really is sort of like a Brisbane staple, I yes. think, because it's been running for so long and it really is just like something that is so unique and like loved by everyone who lives in Brisbane, everyone who's around the music industry here. It's, yeah, it's just really important to, I think, the culture and the arts industry. And it's just really great that they're, you know, restructuring and adapting to adapting. the current <laughs> climate. And I think the theme about, you know, yeah. re, re, re-futuring or whatever they said. Um, That's quite a word. <laughs> yeah. Re-futuring. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, so that is um, our final news story for this episode. Uh, we will go into our songs now, but first, as we do every week, we encourage you to pause the podcast, head down to the description where you'll find our playlists um, of all of the songs that we're going to chat about. Um, there's a Spotify playlist and a YouTube playlist. You can have a listen to those before we talk about our songs because it is a whirlwind, this one. Um, so <laughs> oh, please yeah. do that. Um, and I guess we'll kick off with song of the week. Vivian, yes. what have you got? Okay, guys. I feel like <laughs> if anyone knows me well, they would know what is about to be said from me. But Like, Vivian didn't even have to tell me. <laughs> I just typed in the song. I was like, yep, this yep. is it. So my song of the week this week is Obey by Bring Me the Horizon featuring Youngblood. Duh. I know. Hello. I feel like this collaboration is one that I never knew I needed. It, it's honestly... It's my fault that I didn't see this coming, guys. I yeah. should have known that this was a collaboration that was bound to happen. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because at the beginning of the week, they did some promo. They released, um, like, Ollie Sykes, the lead singer of Bring Me the Horizon, and the Young Blood were together in, like, this really... Like, they were covered in, like, fake blood, and it was this really intense promo. And yeah. I sent it to Maddie. I was like, what is happening? As soon as I got that message, I was like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um. So, yeah, uh, it's such such a great track from them um it's definitely the most heaviest thing that they've released in a while especially from their new stuff that they've sort of been releasing lately and i for me i'm such a fan i i do think maybe their newer fans might not vibe with this so yeah, much well, i was scared almost <laughs> the whole time <laughs> because yeah like so it starts off quite like it's just such a really driving song. It's very fast paced and the guitars are overdriven on like 11. Like everything is just high volume. Everything is very intense and it's so cool because the, the lyrical content is still sort of, it all sort of fits within their recent releases from Ludens to Parasite Eve. It's all talking about, you know, the world right now and the state of things and with the pandemic and, you know, learning to adapt and that sort of thing. And now they've sort of taken on this thing of like, don't obey, don't obey. Like these are, the, the government is corrupted, everything. It's very like angsty. Yeah. Um, but I love that. Like that's, oh, that's such a great part of it. But it's interesting because with Youngblood, we've always said that he has this punk rock sort of aura about him and he's definitely fit within that but this is so heavy like any more heavy than anything he's ever done and I was interested to see how he would fit but he works so well on this track his vocals they it's interesting because Ollie Sykes you know he's obviously been doing this for a while so he sort of really fits within it but with Youngblood he doesn't have 
as like a heavy voice as Ollie Sykes, but he could do some of those screams. I was, yeah, I, I'd never heard like Youngblood do that sort of like screaming vocal for such an extended period of time. Like I've heard like, you know, like you hear little snippets. And yeah, and exactly. In like some of his other tracks, but this one is like a whole sort of new ball game for him. And it's so interesting to see him in this light because I've only ever heard like a very sort of melodic yeah. Very, like, really not... Like, because Youngblood's got an incredible, like, beautiful melodic voice. But, like, him in this sort of genre is very, very, like, far left field. But, yes. like, he, yeah, he, he, he does it really, really well. He pulls it off. And it's cool because he does sort of bring... In his verse, he does sort of bring, like, that melodic sort of tone yeah. back into the, into the song, which I think is a really good, like... I guess like it bounces off Ollie Sykes, which is really cool. But um, but yeah, I'm I love this song, Maddie. What what did you <laughs> think when you heard it? Though? I was not gonna lie, I I was very shocked. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> like two seconds in, I was like, okay, this is gonna be a lot for me. Um, one thing though that I will say, like I did really appreciate, like, cause it was quite like even though Ollie Sykes like does have that sort of like screamy harsh yes voice in this song. Like, there is still a lot of, like, good sort of melodic yeah, content to it. He does, and the thing yeah. that I, like, if you sort of take away the guitar, it's just, it's quite nice. But yes. um, the one thing that I really, really liked was there's, like, the guitars, like, right in the background. Like, this, like, descending sort of slide that yes. kind of sounds like a weird sort of siren type haunting so cool. thing. Like, I picked that out, like, right Because, like, if, if you take that out, it's, like, really, really pretty and nice. But having this, like, sort of descending weird like sliding harsh sound just gives it this like extra level of just like edginess and like yes. harshness that I think really sort of sets the bar up for sure higher. it's like a very it's almost the word that comes to mind is like dystopian this song and mm. it's very sort of like that sort of vibe but yeah but anyway I will stop now <laughs> I could go on but I will Put stop a pin in it. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my song of the week obey by bring me the horizon featuring youngblood Maddie what is your song of the week Okay, so my song of the week this week is a lot different. Um, so Very. I have talked about this artist before, but it was because she was my under a rock. So my song is called Dribble, and it's by Psycho. So Psycho, um, I don't know if you've if you've listened to the previous episode where I had a chat about her. She's a local Brisbane artist. She's really young too, which is like Just fabulous to hear how talented she is. Incredible. Um, and so after I listened to um her other song that I chatted about ages ago I went through and sort of like listened to all of her other stuff because I was super impressed I was like I have to support my local Brizzy yes. Brizzy girls so I went through and listened to all of her music and then this one really stuck with me um, it's very very cool um, she like a lot of her music has a very sort of like psychedelic yes, um, that's cool. sort of like very um, what's the word like I don't know, but it's very psychic. It's really cool. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> words escape me at the moment, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's very, very funky, very upbeat. Um, her voice in this song is really, really cool. She does some really awesome runs oh, in the yeah, chorus, sure. which is absolutely fabulous. I love them. Um, but really like the thing that sort of catches me throughout it is just like how funky it is. It's got this really, really awesome groove. The whole way through. And I just, yeah, I absolutely love it. I think it's really cool. So cool. Yeah, when when you played it for me. It's such a, the production is so, 
yeah, like psychedelics are a really good word for it because it's it's sort of a little bit dreamy as well. Yeah. Like it, but at the same time, it's it's quite groovy and you can definitely mm. bop along to it. If like you don't really get lost in the production, if that makes sense. It's um, definitely like a vibey song. Yeah. Sort of like just. And I love yeah. I just love like you could just chuck this on in the background while you're driving, and it's just such a good song to just bop along to. I, I've been singing along to it in the car. Like, yes. All all week. So it's good. Fabulous. So yeah. That is why it's my song of the week is Dribble by Psycho. So we'll move on to Under a Rock now and I'll kick us off with mine. It um, This week I'm talking about the song called Happy by K, I think is how you pronounce it. I have no idea. Um, so this guy, I absolutely love his voice. Vocals oh, yes. To the max. Beautiful. Absolutely love it. Um, so this song, the thing that sort of caught me, it was almost going to be my caught my ear because of this particular moment in yep. the song. So it's like right before the chorus starts. Um it's sort of like the mel- the melody line is very very rhythmic and punchy and like the way that it's put together it's it's really like punchy and um sort of very staccato and that type of thing. Yep. But there's like no backing underneath it. There's like it's just vocals mm. and then like right after he finishes like everything sort of comes in and it's like it's really really groovy boppy um, the bass in that chorus yeah and that like that like breakdown is so good it's oh. very very good cool. it's a very sort of like uh well it is a very happy <laughs> yes. feel i guess you could say <laughs> um, it's it's just it's a really really um like positive sort of sounding yes. song very funky very upbeat um it's just really groovy yeah it kind of does have that uplifting vibe to it yeah. if that makes sense like especially like what He's sort of singing about like, cause it's happy with a question mark. So, yeah, <laughs> which it's like I, uh, it's like oh, what what am I gonna do to be happy? Yeah, like am I? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely a very cool one. I mm. I really like it. So please listen. Please um, do. Happy by K. Vivian, what is your under a rock this week? So this is kind of left field for me, guys, and I feel like it will be for many people. Yeah. Um, but my under a rock this week is Boy by Willow. So she goes by Willow now, but the person I'm referring to is Willow Smith, who, as you know, she had the classic Wet My Hair. <laughs> Absolute 2010 The banger. song of our generation, really. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is quite, quite like a 180, like very sort of different tone for her from anything that you would even expect from her um and the funny thing is is that I've actually listened to another song from her called wait a minute which is quite different to this one Mm. and I didn't even know that was hers it wasn't the same I have heard it like on tiktok and everything (laughs) it's for so long and I'm like oh this is a banger like this yeah is a really cool song. that's such a great it was song <laughs> i was like so shocked i know because this song came up on one of my playlists and then i saw it was the same name and i put the dots together and i was like oh my gosh this is crazy so with this song it's it's interesting because i feel like there's not really a formulaic structure and it doesn't really go anywhere it's sort of like a free-flowing and i read a little bit about it it's because you know in the song she's singing about a boy but she's almost like she's in conversation with her mum basically and that's sort of what it feels like it does feel like it's a conversation and you're sort of like sitting there listening to you know her her sort of rambling about this boy about life about the world about god like everything like sort of just and i think it's like that is very a mature yeah (laughs) for someone so young especially because this song came out three years ago yeah so she would have been what like 
17, 18? Yeah, 17. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I was not what? having these deep thoughts when I was 17. Um, but yeah, and in terms of the production, though, it's got these beautiful strings. Like, oh my god, as soon as I heard the intro, I was oh, like, hell yeah, I'm down. It's, it, But it's so, it almost feels like cinematic a little bit because it, like, it kind of sounds like a Disney movie, like in those, yep. like, old school Disney movies with the, with the swelling strings and everything. And yeah, I just thought it was such an interesting take, especially because her vocals also sound incredible. Like, she does these really beautiful harmonies quite low in her mm. register as well, and she yeah. sounds great. Yeah, her voice is really, really shines. And, like, I had not, like, obviously, because the only thing I had yes. heard from her was, like, whip my hair back in, you know, years and years and years ago. I didn't even know she was still, like, releasing music. Yeah. And then when you told me she was, I, like, went through, like, her Spotify stuff, and she's got, like, three albums and, like, all the rest of it. I was, like, completely blown away. So hearing her in this light is so so different to like anything I was expecting and like we have to talk about the fact that literally like the backing is just strings just like, strings nothing else like it is just strings and it is amazing the way that she's done it because you'd think with with something so simplistic it would get boring after a while and especially like the way that it is like not not a lot of structure and not a lot of like swelling or like high points and low points and stuff yeah. like that but, like, she still keeps you sort of, like, hanging on because it does feel like that conversation. Like, exactly. You, which is really, really interesting. Yeah, and, like, you're just sort of just, like, hanging on to every word and every sort of phrase, which I think is awesome. So I'm really keen to sort of check out her other albums because, yeah, like Maddie said, she's yeah. got three albums. I'm just <laughs> like, okay, cool. Right Didn't know about this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so please, please listen to this if you haven't. Um, it's called Boy by Willow, and that is my Under a Rock. Now we will head into Caught My Ear and I'll kick us off. So my song for this week is Cry by Ash Nico featuring Grimes. Now this is like, again, very different from anything we've talked about this week so yeah, far. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. And I don't even know like what the genre is. I All I can say is that this song, shout out to my friend Peyton who showed me this song. She said, you have to listen to this. It's all I've been listening to. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. And I started to listen to it, and Ash Nico, she's sort of, she's the main part of this song. Grimes only has, like, on, like, a very small part yeah. of this entire song. And she comes in with these really sort of, like, confident verses, almost rapping, like, very, very, like, it's got, like, this swagger to it. But when the chorus comes in, it's like, I was just blown away. Her vocals shine Ooh. so well. But what I love about it is, like, there's, like, this juxtaposition between, like, in the verses, it's this very confident, like, yeah, if you mess with me, like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, but then in the chorus, she says, are you trying to make me cry? Are you trying to make me lose it? It's, like, this vulnerability. Yeah. And you can hear that through her vocals, too. Like, she has sort of, like, this desperation in her voice, which I think sounds really, really great. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, like, Grimes... Grimes is just, like, typical Grimes in this song. She does this really weird, like, alien-like sort of voice. And yeah. it, it, it's not that it doesn't fit. It very much does. But it, it's not really, like, anything special. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I have no idea how to sort of categorise yeah. this song. It's very, like, there's a lot of really cool sort of production elements to it. And then, like, her voice is very sort of, like angsty yes. punk in places Emo. like she sort of sounds like I sort of picked up she kind of sounds like Hayley Williams a bit yes. in places and then 
yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place, but it's definitely like definitely interesting. I like when you first like before you'd even shown it to me. Yes, like, oh, I don't know if you like it, <laughs> but I kind of like got into it a bit. Yeah. I was like digging it a little bit, especially yeah. because like I feel there's like some rock like slight yeah. rock influences too, especially in the chorus. Like there's like these like really like short like chord like power chords in there, <laughs> and it's like it's just such a weird amalgamation, but it works pretty well it still sounds cohesive yeah yeah it's just so hard so i'd be really keen to hear what you guys think if you listen to this one um so that is my caught my ear for this week cry by ash nico featuring grimes maddie over to you okay so my caught my ear is another like wild (laughs) card journey (laughs) i am i cannot tell you how obsessed i am with this song right now yes so it is called sleeping on my dreams by jacob collier the one and only the classic absolutely love him absolute genius mastermind crazy person yes so this song has a lot of different sections Mm -hmm. in it it's about it's just over like four minutes long which is not short like it like yeah you know other songs yeah but it's also like pretty typical like normally he does songs that are like seven minutes long yeah this is this is pretty decent it's pretty decent listening um so (laughs) i don't even know where to start like there's um the main thing that I have been obsessed with, let's start there, is this chorus, right? It's really, it's got these like really cool funk yes. influences. It is very, very like punchy soul funk sort of like out of this world, really sort of tinny kind of sounds too, yeah. which is really cool. And it's so catchy. I have been, I, I cannot help but like sing along and dance to it every single time it comes on. And then there's also these like, Bit, there's one bit sort of like right at the end and then sort of halfway through it's this really um soft like arpeggio type beautiful yes. sounding section and it's like really really soft it sort of like brings it all back in there's none of this sort of like horn kind yeah. of like harsh horn sounds it's all very soft very like toned down piano strings that type of thing and then like that like right before this like funky chorus starts oh that's <laughs> Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It like, throws me off, but it it's just so, like, it works so well. But when I first heard that, I was just like, what is this? Like, where is this going to go? And it just goes the complete opposite direction. Yeah, it's so, there's, it's really cool because there's, like, so many distinct, like, genres sort mm. of, like, tucked into this one, like, piece. It's, yeah. It's so crazy how it all works together. And, like, the beginning is just, like, so weird, too. There's, like, these really sort of, like... (laughs) I don't even know. It's It's so hard to... Like, typical with Jacob Collier. Like, it's hard to explain, like, what product... Like, what are these samples? What are these sounds? Because there's so many... And plus, he plays so many weird instruments, too. Like, I would have had no idea. Like, seeing some of his, like, music videos that he does, yes. like, of him, like, playing all of these instruments. That, like, I've never seen these things before. Like, I don't know where they come from. So it could be a sample, it could be some weird instrument from some country I've never heard of. Like, But no he idea. makes it sound so, like, cohesive. Like, yeah. there's, like, you know, like Maddie said, there's just so many different things that you could pick and pull apart and focus on, but it works so well together that it's... You just wonder how. Like, how is this possible? How can he do this? It doesn't make any sense to me. Every time. And his voice is just so good. Yes. Like, he's got such an incredible range. Like, like the like the verses are really, really low. And he does yeah. these sort of, like, really, like, really quick ascending lines. And then, like, sort of, they all, like, fall down like a waterfall at the end. And then there's, like, these really high harmonies that he does. Because yeah. he does all of, 
all of it himself. And it's just like mind boggling to me that something this crazy can be like such a cohesive and really, really awesome song that I like enjoy listen- listening yeah, to. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot. But yeah, that is my, caught my ear. <laughs> I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> Please listen to it. It's like amazing. I am obsessed. It is Sleeping on My Dreams by the one and only Jacob Collier. Um, so normally this is where we would end, but we have a recommendation this week. Yay. Yes. Like I told you last week, guys, we have like a few banked up, which is fabulous because so I good. can't check my emails properly. <laughs> so <laughs> this week we have um, the wonderful Charlotte McLean yes. um, with her song Magnolia. So um, she reached out to us and was like, hey, I've got my album out. Like, would you please like listen to it? And we were like, hell Yeah. For Give sure. us more recommendations. Absolutely love it. So, little bio on Charlotte. She is another Brisbane artist, which is fabulous. Absolutely love our Brizzy, Brizzy artists. Um, love to support that. Got to. And so her album, Magnolia, came out on June 4th, I believe, which is a couple of months away now. Um, but we were super, super, super impressed by oh, this song. My like, gosh. we haven't listened to the whole album yet, granted. Yes. But we were like, okay. This song Magnolia is the title track. Yes. So let's let's start there. So <laughs> we played the song and we went, hold on, what's going on? Because there's a very, very low sort of drone. Yeah. Right at the I beginning. I was trying to picture like, what that was. Like, it, I have no idea. It, it was a little bit scary, to be honest. <laughs> like, we were like, hold on, what's going on? <laughs> it, like, yeah, it was just this very low drone. And then you're just like... It was like almost like close to silence. And it's yeah, like, I was like, did I, I was like checking my volume. I was like, did I press play properly? And then her voice comes in mm. and it's just like, heaven <sighs> has opened. And so the beginning, so there's like this beginning verse with this like really, really low drone and it's this sort of free, like no time signature. Yes. Um, like gorgeous. It sort of reminds me of like really old kind of um, like Irish and yes. like Celtic, Celtic music where it's sort of this like really free-flowing, like, gorgeous, beautiful mm-hmm. um, vocal lines just over this drone. And then, like... <laughs> the production comes in, and it's and it's just, like, you have to understand, guys, is that when you're just listening to her vocals, and it's, like, quite a while, like, this, that opening part, yeah. when the production comes in, it's not what you expect. Not at all. At all. Like, it is these beautiful, like, guitar, like, this very sort of, like, very jazz sort of infused, but, like, very sort of lounge at the same time with some... It's very, like, toned down. Like, it's not what I expected at all. It doesn't really follow that sort of Celtic, like, folk sort of... Yeah. It's so interesting, and it's so beautiful. It's incredible. I was super, super, super impressed, and, like... Reading more about um, the album and sort of where it comes from, it's, it's like, oh. incredible. Um, but, like, Charlotte, so she's basically, like, it's sort of like a pop meets jazz yes. album. And you can definitely hear that. Yeah, you can so, so, so clearly hear the jazz influences. Like, these, I cannot get over the chords. Yes. Like, the chord progression in this song is, like, fabulous. Like, no one... Like, you, you have to be, like, a jazz artist to know, like, all of those notes yes. to, like, that would, like, go so well together when they're not sort of just, like, a, here's a C major chord. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's it's so beautiful and, like, it's sort of, like, this really, like, dreamy, yeah. like, dreamland vibe, but also, like, really, really happy and uplifting. Yeah. And it's just, like... It just makes you feel really like warm and fuzzy inside. Exactly. And you know, we were when we after we finished listening to it, we were saying like this is great, like study music, it's great to like just slow down and 
focus on the music and it's I just yeah I was obsessed with it and there's these really really like subtle like but very very beautiful like country slides in there which I always love when like you know pop sort of or you know any sort of other genre than country use them because I feel like they're such like they just invoke this feeling of just warmth those yeah, country slides. that is really it. it's just a very warm yes beautiful song it just makes you feel happy so oh, so good thank you so much Charlotte thank you for Charlotte sending that through because we absolutely love listening to it we're definitely going to go through and listen to the rest of your album Magnolia sure. so Thanks so much for sending it through and thank you to everyone else for listening this far through. If you got the whole way through the episode, um, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast fix. And you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And that's where you can send us your recommendations just like Charlotte did. Yes. If you want to be like Charlotte, (laughs) send us your recommendations. But really, we'll listen to anything, you know, um, anything from rap to, like, last week we had pop rap to something like this, pop jazz. jazz. It's honestly, we'll listen to anything because that's the whole point of this podcast. And we'd also love to hear what you thought about the songs that we talked about during the episode. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think, do you think it's wild that Willow Smith is releasing music? Because we do. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so you can send us everything there, but until then, we'll see you guys on Monday for a brand new episode. Bye guys. See ya.